Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen. Wildcat Radio 2.0 Special Edition. I'm Adam Green. He's Brett Bray. We're at Casual Pine Central Phoenix, sponsored by Bonehouse. We had a watch party tonight for Arizona, Indiana. Arizona wins 89-75. And, Brett, I know the last couple games Arizona played against Cal, against Utah, they weren't great. Arizona obviously beat Cal. This game, though, number 10 versus number 14. Arizona didn't lead wire to wire, but pretty much led most of this game. It came with a very nice win. Yeah, it was a really balanced game i feel like from arizona right. where nobody played like out of their mind great but a number of players played pretty well i you know the scoring was pretty even across four of the five starters i think arizona was trying to pound the ball into umar Balo early and often with with pretty good success um and they you know I, I i don't even feel like they played that well offensively and then you look up and it's like oh they almost scored 90 points well right? like they shot 49.2 percent from the field arizona they made 10 of 25 threes like it was a good game but that's a the beauty of this Arizona team is when you don't have the stars, and we've talked about that before. You have a Ben Matthew, you have a Dale and Tate, you have a Christian Coloco, but you can play well, and it's almost quiet looking, right? And I say quiet looking, right? Quiet as a sound, but like nothing, like you say, no one had a great game, but yet Azus DeBell's had 21 points and seven rebounds, right? Pell Larson had 16 points, Umar Balo had 15, Herkrisa had 14. A lot of guys contributed, a lot of guys played well, but in a way that wasn't flashy, in a way that wasn't like wow, that guy was amazing. Then you look at the game, the box, you're like, oh, yeah, that guy, he was good. And Arizona as a whole was good. Now, did Arizona have bad moments? Yes, they were up early, like, big early, and Indiana clawed back. But I like that because you're not going to beat number 14 in the country by 35 points. You're going to have to win this game. And a game got within, like, four late. Arizona pushed back and was up by 10, you know, by a minute or two later. Like, that's what good teams do. That's what a team like Arizona, who we think is good, obviously number 10 in the nation for a reason, but if they are a really good team, a team that can contend in March, it's only December, they can contend in March, they have to win a game like this, like this. Yeah, to, to your point of some guys having really solid, quiet games, like I would have thought this was the game where Omar Ballo would have been the leading scorer, and he's, what, the third high, highest scorer on the team? You know, Azulis Tabellas had a, can you call it a quiet 21 points? Um, and Adama Ball hit some huge threes. Which he is had great. his best game of the year so far. I, yeah, that's that's a really positive sign for where Arizona wants to go. They need Adama Ball to at least play at this the level that he had in this game, right? Like hitting those threes, play, you know, you know, playing effective defense and just being involved and, and, and active. You know, the other thing is, you know, Arizona got punched, uh, you know, a week or so ago against utah and they they, they got slapped s- a few times tonight they and, and right. that's what that's where i'm going like they, they 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 got those punches against utah and they kind of struggled to come back from them 
because it was the first time they really got punched all season. Mm-hmm. This game, they threw some haymakers to start the game. Uh, then Indiana came back and threw a number, landed a number of punches, but every time Arizona had an answer, right? Like, I don't know if it ever got with it tighter than, what, four or five? It never felt like Arizona was going to lose this game, and that's where, like, you don't like watching a team lose a 20-point lead, right? When that 20-point lead goes down to, like, six, you're like, oh, no, what's going on? You build a 20-point lead so you can give up an 8-2 run, a 10-3 run, and still be fairly comfortable, right? This was game. This game never... When Arizona plays bad, when Arizona loses, like under Tommy Lloyd, there's a certain tone that game takes. They're not making shots. They're turning the ball over. They're not getting easy looks. Like when they lost to Utah, it looked bad, right? Last year against Houston, it looked bad. This game never looked bad. Arizona scored 89 points quietly. That's Arizona's best work. When they're doing that, it's because they're playing their game. Now, granted, like, Arizona versus the Big Ten. Apparently the Big Ten can't handle this type of odds. We saw this against Michigan last year, right, when Arizona just worked them. Like, not all that dissimilar other than this Chris Coloco just dominating Hunter Dickinson. But when Arizona's playing well, this is what it looks like. They're not just going to beat you by 30. That would be awesome. be a lot less stressful. But, like, Arizona played a good, solid game and beat a good, solid team. I, I mean, it was by 14 points. Like, I don't want to say it was a blowout, but it was convincing. Yeah, I think. I, I feel like the entire game Arizona felt in control. Yeah. Right. Like they, it, there were there were there were runs Indiana made, but I mean, nothing matched the what seventeen zero run in the first half. I think that happened. You do that, then you have a way. You have that buffer, the rest well, that, of the way. That's what real what that's what really good teams do. They do those death runs, where they, the best Arizona teams would have that death run. That's that's a commonality from the loot era to to today, right? Uh, and that's but that's how you can. St- you, you know, you, that's how you sneakily win a lot of games. It's the equivalent of in football having one or two big plays, like a, a pick six or, a, you know, an 80-yard touchdown pass. Like, it has a disproportionate impact on the game, even if it's only, you know, a couple percent of the game. If you want a 17-0 run in four minutes, it's only 10% of the game, but that's um, – I'm not a mathematician, but that's a massive impact on the outcome of the game. And that's, yes, that's, that's what science. you saw tonight, right? Yeah. And, and so – you know, I, I, th- I don't don't under underappreciate also that you know Kirk Carissa played fairly well, not perfect, but he made shots when he needed to. He made big shots. He he had he had you know some great passes out there. He kept the offense running. I think he had seven. He assists. also had six turnovers. Not great, well, but he, he, he yeah, takes the good with the bad or the I bad mean, with the good somehow, in this case. Somehow Arizona is trying to you know the, the altitude in Vegas. Sometimes they threw the ball uh, about fifty feet <laughs> they too had far. A few issues with that. Like, here's a pass off the backboard. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a shot or a pass? Uh, I don't know. It's a shot if it goes in. <laughs> but it, not, not if you're calling for a goaltend on Umar Balo, though. <laughs> you know, Arizona, like, Arizona wasn't perfect in this game, but like when we know Arizona's good, right? Like We're not sitting here saying, oh, are they a good team? Do we, we know they're good. The question is obviously how good, and we really can't answer that until March. That's fair. But this was a type of game where them playing good and losing would have still been fine, I think. Because it's December, you're playing a good team. It's like Tennessee last year, right? They lost that game, but they played well enough to win. You felt you felt pretty good about that. You weren't mad about it. You weren't like, oh, God, what's wrong with this team? Here they played well and won. That's nice. Like, it doesn't mean that Arizona's going to be a Final Four team this year. It doesn't mean that Arizona's ready. But especially after the last couple of games where Arizona took that punch in the mouth against Utah and did not respond and then kind of sleepwalked through Cal, it was nice to them play a good game, get punch another or slap in the face a few times like they did against Indiana and win. Like, that's what good teams do. And 
I don't want to say just good teams, but teams that can compete in March, teams that can make the second weekend. You know, that, that was a performance that we saw tonight from Arizona. Like, are they that good? Yeah, they're good enough. I think a game like tonight shows that they, are, they have the talent to make it to the Sweet 16 and possibly beyond. But, of course, it's just one game. They'll have to do that again and again and again multiple times the rest of the season. Yeah, no, that, that game was a perfect test for March. Right, a neutral site game that we thought was going to be dominated by Arizona fans. No, a lot of Indiana fans. My there. sister and her family were at the game, and she said they were Indiana fans vastly outnumbered Arizona fans. Though by the end, my I only heard you heard a lot chance. of UVA fans, a lot of UVA chants. Um, yeah, but like you know, I mean, and for the for the fans, it matters even more with you know Gus Johnson and, and on the on the call and and with Gus Johnson, I feel like every time like a big three is shot, it's going to go in. Uh, it's just like he has this nag. It's like, yeah, that's that's gonna go away. It's like in March Madness, like you know, like oh, there's a big three yeah. late in the game. Like, a team's down three with 30 seconds. Guy should say, you know, it's going in. With Gus Johnson, it's going in. It's gonna count for four for some reason. Like I feel like that's what <laughs> happens with him. No, but it 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 had a, a very strong March vibe to it, yeah. right? Like from the jump, everybody in that arena, players, coaches, fans, all knew that that was a big game for both teams. And Arizona answered the bell. And it's a really good test for them. You know, maybe they expected to have more Arizona fans at McHale North or McHale Extra North if we're yeah, counting. Yeah, because like like Tempe is McHale North. Yeah. I feel like Anaheim's one of the McHales, although, eh. <laughs> you know. And then Vegas is like McHale Northwest or something. But but that's good, though. Also, can we, can we talk about the uniform combination of this game? Oh, please. Like Arizona unveiled like the 97 throwbacks, which was just uh, swoon. Can we, can we just... Replace those red and gold ones with those the one the, those retro ones today because I, and, they're and they had they're great, great uniforms too tonight. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about that. It was a very good uniform match. A lot of red, but yeah, Arizona bringing out the '97 throwbacks. Good call. And I like Arizona's uniforms to this year. Other than the reds are not great. Their their white and blues are terrific. Their reds are just keep them in the closet. They don't have to come out. <laughs> just wear these instead. Wear these the throwbacks. That's, wh- that's what I'm saying, Adam. I, right? I think we'd all be happy with that. Style by Wildcat Radio 2.0. We got you. We're we're cultured, Adam. We understand <laughs> we're high culture. fashion. This is culture. <laughs> but no, it, it was a good game. It was a type of game that you want to see. Like these games are measuring sticks. They're not. They're not. They don't determine anything. It's non-conference, so it doesn't have any bearing on the Pac-12 championship. And it doesn't mean that Arizona's winning a championship. It doesn't mean if they lost, they would have lost a championship. But you like to see them play well. You like to see them match up with another good team from another conference. It's like, hey, where does Arizona stand? You know, can Arizona's offense function? Like when last year in the Roman, Indiv- was it the Roman Invitational in Vegas when Arizona beat Michigan. You're like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know if this is quite that level because this team is not as much of a surprise as last year's team was. But when you beat another good team, somewhat soundly and show that your offense, your style of play can handle a different style of play, can handle that defense, can handle that Big Ten. You're like, okay, they can do that. How good can they be? That's what a game like this does. Yeah, and I, I think Arizona was even flirting with something of an identity this game too, right? Like yeah. it was very clear early and often Indiana was going to get a lot of Marbalo, and they, and they did. And it wasn't even Balo's best game. No, but they... But they, it was, there was an intention set in this game, uh, at least offensively. We did have 12 rebounds, 15 to 12. That's a damn good game. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, he was very good. And like it, it wasn't his best game. That just goes to show you, like, the way this game played out, it was all quietly good. 
Yeah, but and, and, and even on the defensive end, I think Arizona played a sneaky, great defensive game. Like, Indiana was missing a lot of shots. That helps. But Arizona was, you know, there was a few plays where Courtney Ramey was doing the, the thing that the casual fan doesn't appreciate, like a really good on-ball defense where a guy dribble, 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 as you would like to announce, um, and then passes the ball, pass to, pass to center. Um, I mean, dribble, 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 pass was my offense, like, so you know that. Uh, you know, an athletic wing that somebody can guard one-on-one, that, that those are the kind of things that a, a good team does and a bad team has turned into a layup either by that player or a dump off on, yeah. on the penetration. Hundred percent. Right? And there were some great there were some you know pretty highlight blocks. I think Tubelis had a pretty big swat. I think Ball was double. in there, yeah. Um you know there you're starting to see something of an identity, not just like and it's beyond just high scoring, right? Like been fast pace. Like yeah, you saw the fast pace, but Arizona was getting the ball down low. Henry Vasar got some 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 good run. He had a good game. You know, he he's starting to show that he can even handle a little bit of the physicality inside and and, and making his free throws. And that's that's the kind of thing that's those are the little things that are going to help this team as the season goes on. So much of this game was what Arizona can be and what Arizona needs to be. Now there was one sequence where Tubelos was getting his position down low. Carissa brought the ball up, did not throw it to Tubelos, threw it over I think to Courtney Ramey, who then got it to Tubelos. Like that extra pass to get it to the right guy, Arizona did that, and you saw that with Henry Vasar getting looks. Adama Ball had a good game. Like this was as much of a team effort as we've seen this season, and you have to have a team effort to beat a team like Indiana in "quote unquote" a neutral site game. So, yeah, like you'll take this. Oh yeah. Like, and also it's we're recording this on Saturday. I don't think anyone's transferred from Arizona football, so it's been a pretty good day <laughs> so far. So far, there's still time. <laughs> also, Adam, question for you. What's going to be the better Arizona basketball gif from this game? Uh, Umar Balo doing the goggles after he threw the behind-the-head pass to, I think it was Tabillas, or Kirk Carissa wagging his tongue at the Indiana fans? Yes. <laughs> I... Correct. <laughs> oh, Brett, let's take a break. You know, we're here at Casual Pine Central Phoenix, sponsored by Bonehouse. We've had a watch party here, Wildcat Radio 2.0. We've had stickers. We had prizes, raffle prizes. If you were here, we appreciate you coming. If you weren't here... You should have been. This has been a lot of fun. But let's take a break. When we come back, let's hear from some of the people that were here watching the game with us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. It's Wildcat Radio 2.0 recording here from Casual Pine Central Phoenix. We had our watch party, our first watch party. It was great. We had some fun here with some friends here, some new friends, some old friends. Arizona beats Indiana. Great game. We're joined by Felipe now, who was here with us watching the game. Felipe, welcome to Wildcat Radio 2.0. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we're glad you were here. What did you think of that game? Amazing game. I think it's super exciting to see Arizona just come out strong from start to finish um, in a really hostile environment in Vegas. And, um, it must and be hostile. That's Arizona, usually Arizona's territory. <laughs> no, it's supposed to be Arizona-Vegas style, and it was not the case tonight, but we, we showed up. Hey, what, do you, what do you think? Because, like, obviously Arizona beating Indiana in December 10th is what it is. I keep looking at my watch know what day it is. Like, that doesn't mean they win anything other than this game. But 
Arizona was really good last year, lost a lot of good players, came back this year, off to a pretty good start. Like, what does this game mean to you in terms of, like, how good you think this team is and what they can do later on? I think it just demonstrates uh, how much faith they have in our coach, Tommy Lloyd, the ability to reload, and that's big. That's been a big part of Arizona's tradition, reload. Yeah. And he's he's really brought that back with just bringing in player after player, um, making them gel together and believe. And I think it's just been a great uh, setting to watch. And, and watching this game tonight just demonstrates we, we are on the right path. It's right. one game, but um, I think it makes a statement. No, winning this game, like we, we say it's, it, when you lose, you say it's just one game. When you win, it's like this is everything. But, no, it is a, it is a big game. Brent and I were talking how like, or Indiana's good. Like, that's a good team, plays a different style of basketball. Arizona didn't lead the whole game, but led for most of the game. I haven't seen the numbers, probably like 38 minutes worth of the game. Arizona was in charge. Every time, or keep saying other teams, every time Indiana made a run, Arizona pushed back and stretched the lead. Like, Arizona's good. Like, we didn't know they'd be this good, and they're good. Right. I agree. And, and the ability to weather that storm. Um, you know, we'd push it to 10, then it get to 6, and then it get to 3. Then we push it to 10. We never really extended past that. And the the way, the grit that the team showed to be able to weather that storm when Indiana pushed, because they are a great team. And I think they're going to be there in the tournament. And they're called matters. Indiana, even though I've tried to call them every other team in the Big Ten. Right, like, right. they are Indiana. They are Indiana. <laughs> and I think in March we're going to see Indiana. Yeah, like they're, they're going to be there. Yes. Like, this was number 10 versus number 14. So, like, it's obviously not – like, Arizona was a higher-ranked team. But when you beat a top 15 team, no matter what you're ranked, that's a good win. Like, what do you, what do you think this says about this Arizona team? Because, like, do you, are you a believer? Are you a believer I in am. this team? I am, because I believe in Tommy Lloyd. I believe in the team he put together. I think they have a great balanced team of inside, outside, big guys. Um, they don't live and die by the three, but they can play and they can make timely shots. And I think I think the team just demonstrates that they're, they're a, a cohesive unit, and that that's important right now. Perfect, perfect. Really quick, last question. What do you think of the watch party we had tonight? Amazing. Um, yeah. Great to be at the Casual Pint, support local local brewing and beer, and um, you guys are awesome, and I think it's been a, it was a fun night, fun night. You know, we appreciate having you. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have more from our fans here who are hanging out with us. Welcome back. It's Wildcat Radio 2.0 again. Here from Casual Pint Central Phoenix, where we had our first watch party, Arizona beats Indiana, a fun game, and one of our attendees for this watch party it's none other than Ronnie Stoffel, who you might remember from what is Wildcat Radio. Wildcat Radio and Wildcat Radio 2.0. Ronnie, hey, man. Adam, how are you? Super, super excited to be here. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I caught wind of this late afternoon. It's, uh, I guess my loyalty to the pod is not I say, if you listen to the pod more regularly yeah. and follow us on Twitter, we made this pretty well. No, no, great to have you here. Obviously, a big part of Wildcat Radio, and you came here to watch the game with us here. And, like, what'd you think, man? Uh, impressive. So I, I didn't necessarily look at this as like a must-win thing, um, but as hot as we started out, right, it got to the point probably about midway through the first where it was like, all right, we, we need to, we, you know, I didn't really care yeah. like at the beginning because there's enough where we could redeem ourselves throughout, but once we got going and you could tell like we could handle those guys, like let's just go ahead and take care of business. Like win the game, right? Like you have Absolutely. to lead. You're, you're the yeah. better team. Absolutely. Win the game. And we had talked like during the game as we're watching, like, it's not a must-win game. There's no must-win games in December, but you feel good after winning this one. It's a good one, <laughs> and and so I guess you know one of the things that I had said this you know to the viewing party when we were standing here was one of my concerns about this is of course Indiana's currently ranked 14. We don't know where that's going to land later in the year. Sure. Indiana basketball. I think there's parallels to Texas football where the AP likes to maybe 
overrate them, a bigger or rate name them, than they are, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but regardless, right? Like I think like Indiana is still no matter even in a down year for Indiana, they still have solid talent. I think right, like it's still a good test. Obviously, neutral court, that's fine. But no, I, I think that no matter what, I mean, even if Indiana ends up unranked and they finish, you know called 500 and big 10 play i mean I, it's absolutely still a good win but even then like it's a neutral side game that brett and i earlier in the week i called this like one of the mikhail norris and there were a lot of indiana fans there and most of the game we didn't hear them on tv because arizona was in control and like i don't know if indiana is going to be like they're probably a tournament team like probably, i think we can probably yeah. agree on that are they a seven seed an eight seed where that we don't know but arizona went to las vegas after playing two subpar games and have a nice break in between the last Cal- I think the Cal game was like last Sunday or something. I don't remember exactly. Saturday or Sunday. It's been like a week since Arizona last played. Sunday, and they yeah. weren't great that game to kind of reset themselves and play a good game. And like last year when Arizona was good, like they were dominant, right? Like Ben Mather would score 25 points. Yep. Kolok would have 15 and 12. You know, they were a different team. This was a quietly dominant game. Like mm-hmm. Arizona was in control. Like even when it got close in the second half, you're like, yeah, just Arizona needs to make a bucket here, and they push it back. They'd make, like, two or three buckets. They'd go on a 6-0 run, a 7-0 run. You're like, oh, okay, Arizona's in control. Like, is Indiana a great team? I don't know. We don't know that yet. We don't even know if Arizona's a great team, right? It's still so early in the season. But what Arizona did in this game, to me, Ronnie, was show that they can do, like, they can do that. They can play well, have the run against them, push back, and be still in control. Like, it never got... Never got, never got within my possession. Never got where Indiana had the ball or Arizona had the ball with just a two-point lead. If they don't make this shot, then Indiana gets a chance to take the lead. That never happened. Arizona was in control pretty much the entire second half. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it was definitely never out of control. I, that's 1,000% true. And, you know, l- l- just even looking at the box score right now, right, it, it's, it's basically what you would expect uh, with, you know, Tubelas and Balo, right? Tubelas getting 21, Balo getting 15. It was quiet. You know, Larson, though, right? It's good to see Larson back. Second leg scores 16. That's what you, you know, I want to see more of that. Courtney Ramey, um, Courtney Ramey, there are some concerns. And actually, my friend Tyler sitting over here, Tyler Glanzer. He's here with us, too, yeah. yeah, Watching watching with us here. uh, You know, he pointed this out a few weeks ago where Courtney Ramey um, obviously didn't play the first three games, right? So when he's getting integrated back in, you know, everything happening. You know, Pelle Larson looked really good those first three games. Courtney Ramey integrated, pulls back a little bit, right? It's yeah. maybe, you know, I don't want to call him a ball stopper, but there's a little bit of uh, they got to learn how to play with each other. It's a little more clunky, right? Yeah. Like they got to figure it out. So it was really good to see uh, to see Larson turn it on tonight. Uh, Ramey, you know, eight shots. That's fine. Two of eight, right? It's almost like he learned. He's learning like his role, I think, right? They so got to figure it, it out. It's it's better ball movement. Wait, I we think, forget where needs to go. last year's team when they came in. Kirk Carissa, he wasn't the starting point of the year before. That was James Akinjo. Yeah. But Carissa was on the team, right? Tabellis was a starter. Ben Matherin was basically a starter. Coloco was that guy. This year's team, you lost those boys. You lost three starters from last year's team. These are guys who have to learn to play with, I not say play with each other, but play with each other in these roles. Tell Larson's a starter now. Umar Balo's a starter now. And we forget that that takes time. Like, all the options they can have, all the practices they can have, especially with Ramey missing the first three games, like, they have to learn to play with each other and time you to get those rotations down. Mm-hmm. Like Adama Ball, the bench, were much better tonight. Yeah. Now, is he going to make all his threes normally? Well, if it's the Pac-12 tournament, I guess, yes. But About three of three tonight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's Pac-12 tournament, <laughs> yeah. Adama Ball. But there are certain aspects. It's still a very young team. It's a team that mm. has so many, not new faces, but new roles. 
and it takes time to learn those. In a game like tonight, it's just one game, but that's the precursor for what we're going to see the rest of the year. You can't help but feel good about it. Yeah, I feel good about it. Just from the stand, I mean, tonight the bench contributed 17 points. Great. If you could get 15 to 20 points every game out of your bench, you're going undefeated. You should feel pretty yeah, you're good not losing. about your, like that, that. That's a pretty good situation. The other thing too that should also be noted is. We do a decent job of staying out of foul trouble, I would say. So that's yeah. also like like we're a savvy team, and I don't know. I mean, I think that that's you know should be chalked up to some coaching and stuff too. But um, no, I, I definitely think that it's clear like we're we're very well coached, but there there's some savviness too with our players, which for is sure, great. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, before I let you go here, Ronnie, we're here at Casual Pine Central Phoenix. You said you had a trivia question for me. Trivia question for you. Before Adam I Green. bounce out, because I'm probably not going to know the answer, and I'm going to feel bad and let Brett Barry take over again. I'm going to give Adam, I'm going to give you, I'm going to set a timer here for 10 seconds. After oh, geez. Okay, this, I'm on the spot. Right? You know, I have had a beer or two tonight. And then, and then we got a little teaser that, we'll, uh, that we're going to, for the audience before we go to break. So we're going to say, um, Emmanuel Acott, former five-star. Uh-huh. I remember him. U of A Wildcat. I liked him. He transferred in Arizona. was like undefeated, and he was a starter. It made no sense. Transferred to Boise to State. To Boise State, yeah. He is now on his third team, oh God, believe it or not, due to COVID. He has one more year of eligibility. Of course and he does. And that is this year. Where did Emmanuel Acott transfer? Clock starts now. Memphis? Kind of close. It's not Memphis. Not Memphis. I have no idea. Western Kentucky. Eh, it's the right direction. As geographically, but wrong direction Man, for where he was he's part of that go, was, He was like Brandon Randolph. Was he part of that one too? Or was, no, because Acott was Randolph DeAndre was on that team. Yeah, the Andre Aiden yeah. team. He like, was, yeah. So Acott was on the Aiden team, and yeah, then Aiden, Randolph Brandon was Randolph. The next year, I think, right? Like, well, I think Randolph was on that recruiting class too, and like none of those, like, they all had a lot of potential. Yeah, and none of them quite panned out. Yeah, like Randolph was a fine. He was fine. Then he mm-hmm. left, but he was never going to be like a great player. Obviously, Aiden was great. Acott, yeah, I liked Ra- his game. Randolph played with Aiden. I yeah, was thinking he was, was a freshman that year, if I remember right. Yeah, what a weird recruiting class they ended up being. Yeah, it was. Like, a lot of potential and not a lot of, like, not a lot of production. Yeah. Other than DeAndre Aiden. Yeah. So, I think, um, yeah, because that wasn't Raleigh Elkins. He was the year before, and then his sophomore year was Aiden year. That, that tournament we don't talk about on Wildcat Radio 2.0. Did it, no. It, if it only lasts 40 minutes, it never happened. So. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah. But, oh, Greener man, pastures I, ahead. I mean, I, I, no, I remember Acott, he transferred. Like, they were, the season had started. He was a starter, and he just decided to transfer. He, mid-season, too. He, let, mean, he left in that weird year. I was talking with Brett earlier. I'm all four players transferring. Like, football, but I was like, if you think a better situation is out there, go do it. Like, sure. I'm not, it's not for me to say it's your life. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, what if he would have stayed? I don't know. So he would have been a good fit for the Tommy Lloyd offense. If he would have stayed, definitely for that. And honestly, we could have used him for the uh, Nico Mannion, Josh Green year. Right. Yeah, that would have been helpful. It's like Grant Jarrett when he transferred out, and then Brandon Ashley broke his foot the following year. Yep. It's like if they had a Grant Jarrett on that team, yep. he's getting starters minutes and probably going to a national championship. Yeah. Like, yeah, that one hurts too. They, do, they got to do what they, what they think is best for them. Thank, thanks you know? for uh, poo-pooing the good night. That's, uh, <laughs> going hey, down you asked this, me the trivia question. You, you sent me down this path, Ronnie. I, I, I uncorked this. All right, Adam. Well, thanks for having me. Um, after the break, why Anu Solomon is the most o- underrated quarterback in FBS history. Or more from Arizona beating Indiana. We'll figure it out. Welcome back, Wildcat Radio. And as mentioned, why Anu Solomon is the most underrated quarterback in FBS history. 
to help me with this, of course, we have Brett Perry here. Uh, Brett knows all about this, right? Brett, you, a new Solomon ranks at least number one in the Pac-10 history, or I guess it was Pac-12 at the time. How, what, what were you and Adam talking about while I was away where a new Solomon came up? Because we're talking Vegas and Arizona sports. Is that where it, where it arose? So I'm going to – I'll leave you guys on this, yeah, because I'm completely derailing this now. Um, I have the trivia question of the night. And, no, can't, you, we talked about this earlier. So, uh, Brett, for you, Emmanuel Acott, five-star freshman, first debuted for the Arizona Wildcats back in the 2017-2018 season. He transferred to Boise State midway through the 2018-2019 season. Due to COVID, he was granted one extra year of eligibility. This year is his final year of eligibility. Where did he transfer for his third stop in college basketball? I'm, I am quite sure I read this on the Twitter machine, and uh, my brain is failing me because I have no idea, Ronnie. Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky is the answer. All right. <laughs> You're welcome, Brett. All right. Thanks. That's that's Ronnie Stoffel coming in with uh, the Western Kentucky that's trivia. information. I, is that the Hilltoppers, I believe? Is, is that that team? I I, I, I I neither know nor care in particular, but, Ronnie, I love you. Uh, so we're, we're back for another segment here. And this is, by the way, Wildcat basketball, uh, I believe, right? Is that what we're discussing tonight? Uh, yeah. that, that, would be, that would have been my understanding. Uh, uh, Lance, would you like to introduce yourself? You're joining us Absolutely. for a little segment here. My first time uh, being on Wildcat Radio 2.0. I'm Lance Lynn, and uh, we're actually here at the Casual Pint tonight uh, for a fantastic event and fantastic game versus IU, which is in Bloomington, Indiana. So, fantastic. <laughs> now, now who's got trivia? You're Unreal, dropping right? geography trivia. Oh, just like that. Before before anyone asks the question. But uh, I do have a question for you, Lance. Uh, you, so you came and enjoyed our watch party here tonight with, with uh, our friends at Casual Pint and sponsored by Bonehouse Brewery. Uh, you know, we had a great time. Arizona had a nice big win. What were your thoughts on the game? I thought, overall, really, we did not have our best game. And so the fact that... We won by, it ended up being 14 points. Ultimately, is very impressive. The fact that we did not play, especially on offense, we didn't play our best game. There were a lot of, like, shots where we were looking at each other like, ooh. A couple times with Kirk Risa. I might have taken, he might have pulled up a few. Look at his stat line, though. He ended up 4 of 10. That's 40%, which, as we all know, 40% is where you want to be for threes. So, we're actually, overall, with Kirk's performance tonight, happy. And so, we beat... A really good team. They're they're a really good team. Let's be honest with each other. Look at all the stats. Look at look what they've done so far this year. They're an impressive team. We beat them by double figures. Okay. Look at our starting five. Four out of the five are also in double figures. Tonight was an impressive win for the Arizona Wildcats. And so I don't. Uh, what do you feel about it tonight? So I, I find it funny that you say that Arizona didn't even play that well, especially offensively, because they had 89 points. Against a top 15 ranked Indiana team, uh, you know, you and I were talking uh, offline uh, after Adam and I recorded the first segment where I, I, I was, we were commenting and, and looking at the stat line where Arizona had a lot of guys that had a very quiet, good game. You know, you and I both thought would have thought that Umar Bala was the focal point of the offense, would have been the leading scorer, and he was the third leading scorer and only scored one more than the fourth leading scorer, which I believe was Kirk Carissa, right? Um, you know, it was a, it was a, 
it was a balanced win, I feel like, from Arizona tonight. Uh, and, and as I was telling Adam earlier, as opposed to the Utah game where they, they landed punches and Arizona couldn't quite recover, I feel like in this one where, you know, Indiana landed some punches, made some runs, but Arizona showed the toughness to, to, to come back and, and, and respond every time. I felt every single time IU made a run against our Wildcats, they really, uh, each time we were able to respond and come back. And uh, I believe after the first half where they actually went up a, a tiny bit uh, by a few points, after that we led the entire game. And so I believe in the second half they, they had a run. Of course they got it within about four again. And then each time we responded, we pulled away. And the fact that we have that ability to go on these, in the first half, we all remember the massive run where they're in the teens and we're in the, the high 20s in terms of points. And these are runs that really, really good teams make. Yeah. That teams that can score, can put up points like no other, that's what they make. And like you said, like one of the, we all felt that like without looking at the box at all, Umar Bala led this game in, in scoring, right? Like you said, that he's the third leading scorer on our team. After basically dominating inside, uh, he IU was had a tough time stopping Umar Balo. That's just a fact. Most people do. That he is a he is a large man. In case yeah, in case you hadn't seen, he he is thick with at least two C's. Oh my goodness! And of course, Pella also quietly, very quietly. I'm trying to remember a memorable basket from Pella Larson. Very few come to mind It's that that had a, a large impact. And yet, I believe he was the second leading scorer tonight. Yeah, I think he, I think he had 16, if I recall 16 right. points. And that's not a small feat. So this is something that I need to give Tommy Lloyd credit for, that we are a team that's able to score. Again, you said 89 points. was uh, We put up 89. IU is a top 10, top 15 defensive, just on, on the defensive end alone, team. And... We really didn't have too difficult, really, of a time scoring inside or outside. Because if you look, uh, our, our team three-point percentage actually matched Kirk Reese's personal percentage of 40%. Which, if you look at the, the best possible uh, result of a three-point shooting night, 40% is what you... Tommy Lloyd will dream of shooting 40% from three every time. This is a good Arizona Wildcats team here, Brett. Yeah. So, so Lance, watching this game, uh, you know, there's a lot there's a lot of positivity out of this game. What is your biggest positive takeaway from this game going forward in the season? After our struggles of the last two, two games, of course, you know, the uh, Clunker versus Utah, it was a tough game, of course. We, we couldn't hit really anything. And then, of course, Cal at home was um, a bit uninspiring, especially after the, uh, the start that the, the poor Cal Bears have had as of late. Uh, I felt like we were back to playing this style, this past two-year style under Tommy of Arizona basketball, where we are pushing the ball. We play fast. If you look at the uh, the Ken Palm speed of possessions, that we, we are leading the country. We, we play fast. And, of course, like Tommy said last year, uh, we play fast not only – you know, not only because it's it's fun to watch and and you know it's it's enjoyable for the fans, right? Like us, but it's a good way to win because other teams aren't used to our speed, okay? And so Azulus Tubelis led us in scoring tonight. Yeah, I think he had twenty one, if I recall. 
he had over 20 points. And this is a night where I wouldn't say Zhu had his best game at all. I'd say he himself might have had a quiet 21, as crazy as that is to say. This is a team that can get better, that can actually play faster uh, in terms of uh, Zhu and, and Umar running the floor. This is something that can actually get better. And we just, again, like I said, beat an elite. Uh, they're, IU, Indiana, uh, they're under Mike Woodson, they're a really good team. We relatively comfortable in the second half here. Uh, after the large run in the first, and, of course, we, we pulled away when we needed to in the second, there's uh, relatively little sweating here. Yeah, I think Arizona was in control most of the game. Um you know, uh, to, to close it out, it's, is there anything you saw in this game that was concerning to you moving forward or anything that you're a little nervous about? I need Tommy Lloyd to have a, a slight conversation with Kirk Risa just regarding his tendency to pull up for three. He did take ten three-pointers tonight. That's, that's, that's a lot. He, he did take ten shots at, from three. Um. I do like when we spread the ball more and find our open shot because as we've seen the past two seasons in Tommy Lloyd's system, there's going to be an open shot. There really will. We move the ball quick. We, we have the big men run from the top of the key, and, and they actually will, will they'll throw passes to, for back cuts. We'll do things we haven't seen in, in many, many years here at Arizona. Okay, It's, it's impressive, and um, I guess to answer your question, Shot selection. I, I want to make sure that we are taking smart shots that are high percentage. Because we saw in 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 Maui uh, a team that has a good good chance of averaging from two nearly nearly sixty percent. And if we're a team that can one make sure we stay uh, twelve, thirteen, fourteen max for turnovers, and then also fifty to sixty percent from two, this is a team that's going to win a lot of games here, Brett. No, I, I think you're right, and uh, Lance, thanks for coming out tonight and joining us at Casual Plan for the watch party. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure as we li- as you listen to this in a day or two when it gets posted, you will now join the club of people who hate the sound of their own voice when they listen to Fact. this podcast. Yes, I've heard a voicemail before. It's yeah, cool. it's it's the worst. Cool. But welcome to that club. Uh, but with Adam already back at the bar, I think it's on it's on me to to close this out. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do my best Adam Green impersonation to close this out as You're one of the main great, hosts. Uh, you know, you know. Thank you for listening, and thank you for the people that came out tonight to Casual Pint to our our sponsors at Bonehouse Brewing. We had a great time. Uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, you know, give us a follow on on Twitter at Wildcat Radio AZ. Uh, you know, smash that subscribe button. Right. Write a review and give us a rating. If you write that review, we will read it on the air, good, bad, or indifferent. It's a fun little gag we like to do. Uh, but until, you know, as, as we uh, as we celebrate this win, um, you know, as, as Wildcats, we're excited. We're, gonna, we're already top ten. We're going to move up. Uh, so keep following us on the social media. Write that review. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, Lance, uh, remember, bear down. Bear down.